Hello world, I hope to put some things beautifully in perspective to let you know how the love of the universe is running through your very veins, your spirit and your existence as your existence. I hope to persuade you of how that is true today. Because, and I'll start with a couple of points, things to point out. If you don't want to do tons of research into metaphysics, if you don't want to do a deep dive into the mental science of things, and you just want to understand in a basic way how this thing is set up, I'm going to I'm going to try to do that. And I'm going to start with what you can see in your immediate environment and what you can observe in your immediate environment. <clears throat> So if you look around, let's say we go into an environment that is natural. We go into the forest, we go into the woods, we go into a tundra, we go into a field, we go into mountains, anywhere natural. And we look around and we observe what's, what outgrowth ha is happening there. We can see that things are growing along certain lines, certain intelligent lines. If you ask the question, how do these things know how to grow? And in what way to grow, we could say that there is some perfection that they are tending towards. There is some absolute principle or some absolute image that they are following and they're growing, they're, they're growing into. Because otherwise, it would not be growing at all unless there was some absolute principle it was growing into. So we can look at nature and say it's an outgrowth of some perfect principle. Okay, you can call that perfect principle whatever you want, but we know it's the outgrowth of a perfect principle. If that's the case with those things, it has to be the case with everything. What's happening in one place has to be happening everywhere. We can't be operating off of different laws. It all has to be in alignment. So it's an outgrowth of some perfect principle. That principle ultimately is love. And life. Loving life. It's tending toward a perfect image, intelligent image of love. It's growing. We can see harmony. We can see it's tending towards some principle of intelligence, perfect principle of intelligence, perfect principle of harmony, perfect principle of power to grow itself from the inside, perfect principle of, um, of energy. It's growing perfectly. So we can say that. Now, since we are also a part of this thing called nature, we're made of the same elements and the same growth is happening. We can also say we're a part of this perfect principle and we're growing along the lines of this perfect principle. But what's different about us and those things in nature? Well, from what we can tell, we are self-aware. And that is the difference between everything in nature and what is natural within us. We have an element of self-awareness. So 
we must also be a part of that perfect principle, that oneness in nature. That must be what is the driving force and what is tending within us. That's the tendency toward love. That's the tendency toward intelligence, toward mastery, toward purpose. We can just be aware of deeper dimensions of it because we're consciously aware. So now we're tending toward, as a collective, we're tending toward this perfection, okay? We're tending toward this perfection, but we have choice on the particular way it happens. And that's where the beauty comes in. That's where the beauty comes in. If you can imagine every individual consciousness as a little flower. And on the li- during the lifetime it has here in its human form, it flowers and it blooms. And just like the flowers of the earth, this conscious flower goes back into the soil or back into the primordial energy. And reemerges because the principle of it is perfect. It comes back and reemerges with greater beauty. We can see how this is the cause of evolution. The cause of evolution is a spiritual thing. So, yes, guess what's happening? We are evolving. We're going to evolve whether we want to or not. We're going to expand whether we want to or not. It's our tendency or it's our nature. But the highest function of an individualized awareness is not the fact that we're just going to grow anyways. The beauty of being an individualized consciousness is that you have the power of what we call thought. Thought. Conscious thought or imagination. You have been given imagination. And what that does, it doesn't change the power that's flowing through you. It doesn't change the tendency of your nature. It doesn't change what the ultimate plan is going to be and where it's going to end up. But it gives you a free choice on how this happens. How. We are the how of nature. The particulars We get to make particular choices on how this expansion happens. We get to make particular choices on how we're going to tend toward infinite intelligence. We get to make these choices. You get a choice. If we deduce correctly, because us as conscious beings, we look out, we can look out into into what uh, has grown from this principle, these perfect principles. And if we observe correctly, we can spot every single principle at work in nature. We can spot every principle. We are also a piece of nature, so we have to study ourselves thoroughly. That's easy to do because all you have to do is look within and ask questions about what is within. And you'll reach these conclusions. But the beautiful part is we get to choose. We get to choose. So. How do you choose? You choose with this power that we call imagination. Because what the imagination does, the energy is. The energy is. 
the energy is constantly shape-shifting into more perfect and more perfect forms. That energy shifting into more and more perfect form in this intermediate realm from cosmic essence or principle into the, the manifest form. Okay, it grows intelligently. There is intelligence in everything to some degree and it grows along the lines of its intelligence, its particular intelligence. It's all, there is intelligence and life everywhere in everything. It's only to a degree in different degrees. So at the very lowest degree, before conscious awareness emerged, it grew along intelligent lines. It was perfectly intelligent. It was just very primal. Wasn't self-aware, wasn't self-directed. It was chaotic. It looked like chaos. It wasn't chaos, but it looked like it. And it looked like it because the higher order had not emerged yet. It was at its early stages. The higher order had not, the higher order of intelligence had not been displayed yet. Was, is the higher intelligence here and now? Has it always been? Yes. Yes. It just wasn't there yet in the, in the uh, time, space, reality. It wasn't time. The development had not gotten there yet. There, it wasn't enough. But it was perfect at the time that it was perfect. The time is always now. So this now moment has been shape-shifting into greater and greater perfection. And the flowers continue to bloom based on what lives in subconscious mind. And in, the, in, the early, in, in nature, in nature, it's just the perfect principle that's flowing through. It's the perfect principle that's flowing through. So the beautiful part about right now is that we get to choose. We get to choose. We get to choose <laughs> how to direct this perfect principle. What shape and form this perfect principle takes. We get to choose what direction this perfect principle takes. It's going to tend in the way that it tends to. It's going to do what it's going to do anyways. It's going to grow anyways. But you have now been given choice. By being given imagination. So whatever you imagine is the way this essence creates. It can't. It only reasons deductively. Otherwise, it would just be plain. Otherwise, it would be undifferentiated. It would be undifferentiated. But we give it that element, that quality that's different. It's us. And we get to choose how it grows. That's beautiful. <laughs>